0: Hi, everybody. This is George. Just a very quick announcement that today's incredible and historic episode with Ruby McAllister is, on the one hand, incredible and historic. On the other hand, has a few technical issues. Let me tell you something. This episode, we had sound issues. We had mic issues. We had headphone issues. We had Zoom issues. We had things being plugged in issues. And so um, our incredibly... Uh, sweet and kind and patient new editor and producer Adam did his very best and I think it turned out um, very good considering what we handed him but uh, I just wanted to very quickly say that there you might hear some echoes and the volume might go in and out at times but I say stick with it it's a very good episode I think Ruby is incredibly funny and charming and we'll, we'll keep doing with the sound and maybe we'll release a special special edition perfect audio version if we if we can in the future but for now this is truly one of my favorite recent episodes ruby so great and i think you guys will really enjoy it okay i hate talking to myself bye
1: What's up everybody? In New York City, you are listening to Astradio Lab, the only podcast about life itself. Wait, George. I- Sam, <laughs> I had something I wanted to say. Okay.
0: Okay, it's this. Gucci was a name that sounded <laughs> so sweet, so seductive, synonymous with wealth, style,
1: power, but the name was also a curse. <laughs> Thank you for that, George. Um, as if you uh, listen to our Patreon, you'll know that George's accent work is incredible, and many have called it erotic. George, how That's do you true. feel being a sex call symbol? That.
0: Well, you know, it did empower me. I did realize that, in fact, the one accent I can do very well is specifically Lady Gaga's accent in House of Gucci, and I think you know you need a a root something to grasp onto when you do the accent it's like when you do australian you have to practice like no you know? and th- i think for gaga it's the, it's
1: seductive seductive well, seductive i can't do it <laughs> to your accent i say brava <laughs> <laughs> <Who> does what <laughs> look i'm not i i really am jealous i'm so bad at accents and it's well, me too that's why it's so exciting actually, that I found this one. You're not actually bad at them.
0: Thank I feel you. like you've
1: done big voices all the many a time in this show, mm. and you know, it's out of character, I think, for you. Uh, but you you crush it every single time. Oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> I have, I
0: have to say, I am, um, I would say, over caffeinated to the extent that I do feel like I
1: am on hard drugs. Wow. <laughs> In a good way? Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, underhydrated in a okay. way that makes me feel like I am on drugs. Well, you're of course slurping down lemon-lime Gatorade. <laughs> I'm slurping down yellow lemon-lime Gatorade. I addressed it before we recorded because mm-hmm. I was worried that if I casually brought it out it would maybe cause too much distraction and potentially be the point of ridicule in our conversation. Do you think lemon-lime is the straightest flavor? Because wow. I would say maybe yes. Really?
0: I think so. Because I think mind... you would you would kind of maybe go for like, I mean, listen, red is not straight. Anything that's like purple, you know, that, that stuff is not straight. The only thing I could imagine is like the ones that are like glacier ice or something. But yeah, then I was I'm like, say... no, that has, that has the allure of like a, a, a special edition drop. And that's yeah. <laughs> like lemon lime is straight
1: i think blue is the straightest no because blue is uh, yeah i guess i'm too biased i've been a lemon lime head for a long time and i as i mentioned before the podcast i do throw a fit when they don't have it mm-hmm. yesterday i've been hung over now two days in a row <laughs> oh wish happy God. holidays <laughs> Um, but I, um, went to two different bodegas, spent roughly 10 minutes walking around looking for yellow Gatorade, didn't find it, and, uh, didn't have time to keep searching, so I drank a grape, and it was not ideal. Oh,
0: now that's, you never want to go down that road.
1: No. No, no, no. I
0: feel like when you said that, I didn't even know grape existed.
1: Is it It, purple? It's purple, and it tastes like the bottom of, like, a popsicle. Like, well, the popsicles in the little plastic bag and you drink the liquid at the end. It tastes like that. Trying to think if I were to go buy a Gatorade, what would I buy?
0: Weirdly enough, I think it might be blue. Really? What speaks
1: to you about blue?
0: Well, there's something about embracing that it's fake. Like, I don't even want the hint of, like, red signifies a strawberry flavor. I, I don't like... I don't like being kind of like... <laughs> Lied to? Yeah, j- yeah, just like, I don't need to be like, to look at the wall of the fantasy and be like, we're half in, half out. I wanna be in the fantasy.
1: Mm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I think Lemon Lime, for some reason, does pass as natural. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it's pre- <laughs> it's pre- <laughs> Ruby is like furious. Yeah, Ruby <laughs> hates this
0: and is probably gonna leave the call. <laughs>
1: um I've,
2: it I'm does just, i i'm just zipping my lips so bad. i have so much to say it's like cootie. okay um, keep
1: going i don't am not here it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's like pretending to be natural like lemon lime is pretending to be natural it tastes yeah. most like uh, mountain dew to me mm-hmm. um which is also obviously straight do you like a lemon lime soda do
0: you like a sprite do you like a 7-up
1: I hate a Sprite. I Awful. despise a 7up. Despise. If I want a clear liquid, I'll have water, thanks. Yeah. I get so upset at Sprite and 7up. Yeah. As a child, I would absolutely freak for a Mountain Dew. It was my drug of choice. Oh, interesting. Mountain
0: Dew is one of those things where it's like, didn't they discover that it had heroin in it? Like, I, I can't <laughs> believe it's
1: still being produced. <laughs> it's fully evil. There was something like, you can le like, I forget, but I used to work for um, Coca-Cola. Oh, Ruby knows. Ruby, do you want fact check?
2: Um, Mountain Dew, actually, it's so straight. The th- issue with Mountain Dew <laughs> is that it affected your sperm count.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's wow. It's literally
2: so straight.
0: Wow, they so were it's actually birth us. control for men, which it's makes birth- it a little, <laughs> which makes it kind of queer. <laughs>
2: It's true. There's, like, a goddess in the bottle that's, like, That's right. Hark! Yeah. You know, like, you drink it. Yeah, and it's she's like, green. Yeah exactly, yeah, exactly.
0: And she's played by Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yes, definitely. And she's like, no more sperm.
2: I feel like she's very, this might be completely racist, but I think she's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Tilda?
0: Mountain Dew is Irish. No. <laughs> oh, the goddess.
2: <laughs> the goddess in the Mountain Dew
0: bottle. And her name is Mountain
2: Dew. <laughs> Dew. <laughs> yes. That's the goddess, and she's an Irish goddess. And she... I feel like the idea of reclaiming
0: Mountain Dew is like a feminist, like it, like she's a goddess that is making men uh, infertile.
2: Kind of cool. Yeah, no, I think that is what's going on. But okay. I think there is okay. an aspect of like the suicidal instinct to be mm-hmm. like, I surrender my semen to you yeah. is very straight. Like I think yes. that's actually straight. Ultimately, that's a straight instinct. Even
0: that's though you're going to... It's also kink. Gonna, it's
2: kink. It's kink. It's
0: kink-positive.
1: Yes, but with an air of um, fear. It's very like my dick is in a cage for you.
2: Yes. That, and that's sort of straight a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's very my dick,
0: dick in a box by Lonely Island.
2: Yeah. It's very Lonely Island. I mean, Lonely Island is desperate to just go, like, where can I drop my balls? It's so true. Like, they they're, all want, they're addicted. all they want is
0: to electrocute their balls. So many street men, all they really want is for their balls to be electrocuted.
2: It's all they want. <laughs> it really, really, really want.
0: would solve it. I'm actually being serious when I say it would solve so many problems if, like, there was just a judgment free zone for men to go get their balls electrocuted.
2: I also think like straight men have this deep need to take their balls off their body, re glue mm. their balls. <laughs> like there mm-hmm. needs to be a, it's like a really big ball. It's totally, you're 100% correct. It's so ball centric and we don't wanna talk about it.
0: No, they so sh- you should real. be able to, like, take your balls out and j- and juggle them. Yes. Like, you should be able
2: The straight male instinct to take your balls out and juggle them is so <laughs> the basis of culture. Oh, everything oh, is shit. just... Everything about straight culture is, like, just trying to suppress the urge to juggle their own balls. Like, in a public square.
0: And, of course, you're trying <laughs> no. to find other ways to have that feeling but you can't without hurting people. No. All you want is to take your balls and juggle them.
2: <laughs> yes. And put them back in the pouch and keep walking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> we figured it out.
2: I think we think? can I think your podcast is oh um, it's we, done. We yeah, figured fif- it out.
1: 14 minutes into this episode <laughs> and we're fucking finished. No, but um, George
2: was George was right on there I mean the the ball the balls is really real. It's really real. And also the obsession with, (laughs) I'm shooting a blank. You know what I mean? Like there's. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like straight men have this like, yeah, obsession with the fact like, oh no, I shoot blanks. Like they're obsessed with not being fertile, even though that's (laughs) like why, that's like why pheromonally a straight woman would be like attract, you know, like we are pheromonally attracted to. Fertility, Sort of a yes. matched fertility. Well, but, but,
0: but here's the thing is like mm. fertility is female coded. So men are like fertile. What am I gay? Like, right. I'm not, right, right, right. I, I, yeah, like... yeah, yeah.
2: Fair. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I mean. Wow. Wow. I also wanted to tell. I also I mean, I can also disappear again.
0: No, no, I, just, you're, you're I emerged like the in.
2: goddess of Mountain Dew, and I like. You, you, can't you emerged go back. like the
0: Irish goddess yeah. with yeah. the red hair and, and green scrunchie. I might add, and
2: <laughs> a huge green scrunchie, and I'm here. And I actually um, <laughs> do look
0: like you're doing like an Irish. You're like, <laughs> just I know from an the Irish. Up, like you're on your way to to an Irish dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm about to go to the the the, the, <laughs> the <pub>. Irish. <laughs> day, yeah, the pub. Yeah, yeah no, I, actually, it's so crazy. In Ireland, you have to wear a scrunchie to the pub.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Did you hear it's that? such an oppressive government right over now. there but it's, it's so beautiful to women so wear yeah. scrunchies
0: and we the have... men are shooting blanks left and right yeah
2: and the women are just they're just free in the pubs women mm-hmm. are actually all the pubs right now I've heard this if you look at twitter you'll find out that all the pubs in Ireland right now are full of women
1: really mm-hmm. that's amazing they're yes. reclaiming the pub
2: yeah because the, the men are shooting blanks Right. Oh, got it. <laughs>
0: so got it. Just... We really are in a crisis of masculinity. Women are wearing scrunchies in pubs. In, in the pubs. Having and, kind of a, a, you know, lesbianic
1: sisterhood. Right, yeah,
2: a sapphic, a sapphic yeah, sort sapphic, of. Yeah, sapphic, exactly.
1: And like then an the ancient... men are shooting blanks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what's happening in Ireland, well, it's coming for all of us. <laughs> yeah, because well, always Ireland starts in Ireland. Always starts in Ireland. Uh,
3: you
0: know, there's a um, huge,
2: like, Japanese-Irish access like axis, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's like, they mirror each other.
0: Wait, you think Japan and... <laughs> wait, say more.
2: Like whatever's happening in Japan is happening yeah. in Ireland and they are the uh, beacon. Do you know what I mean? That's
0: genius. Yeah. Did you invent that or is that like a known thing? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> wait and see, wait and see, okay. wait and see. This, but I also wanted is... to say, I also wanted to say about the lemon lime Gatorade,
1: yeah. Oh, sure.
2: That and also not to be like I'm an anthropologist because
1: Of course. You know.
2: But <laughs> I argue that, you know, lemon lime Gatorade is very Protestant.
1: Really? Yeah, okay. that there's
2: a true Protestantism to lemon lime Gatorade that that's like obviously Protestant culture Is straight culture, like obviously. And like, if we're just gonna strip down everything, it really goes from like everything, like Jews and Catholics, and everyone that isn't Protestant is gay, and Mm. everyone that is Protestant is straight. And like, that's sort of the (laughs) ultimate divide if we're really just cracking, you know, if we're going to the fossil museum. And um, <laughs> but um, so I wanted to say that because it's speaking as you know this is very controversial for me to talk about because mm-hmm. I'm wearing a green scrunchie. I'm talking about Ireland. I'm not Catholic.
0: Huh? You are <laughs> Protestant.
1: Protestant. I mean,
2: I don't think I'm Protestant because if you really, I'm I'm technically Episcopal, but that's Protestant, That's like Catholic light. That's not
1: right yeah
2: but I think but I, but I'm the you know I'm related to the oppressors hundred percent I mean like well. my la, my mom's last name is West. I mean like obviously you know what I mean like there's sure, something yeah. there's something in the water you know like there's something <laughs> there's a poison you know there's a poison but, um, <laughs> but it's so crazy because if you meet me for one second you go huh, interesting, you know, you're not, you're not screaming,
1: (laughs) you go, yeah, I, yeah, I remember when I met you, I said, is this my oppressor, (laughs) no, yeah, I never considered you my oppressor,
0: but then again, I guess I wouldn't be the one (laughs) being, uh, experiencing it,
2: but me as like the excavator of like really having to look at my truth as a possible Protestant, as the whitest person on the face of the earth, like we, right, you know, we're we're excavating here at the fossil museum. So
0: <laughs> It's like when people go on finding your roots and then they figure out that their like ancestors were slave owners and it's like, why did you go on that show?
2: But it's also like, duh. It's also like yeah, yeah. you're right. really shocked by it. it's just like, come on.
1: Yeah. It I, is like that I, was like relatively recently. Like you can just like kind of ask. You can just sort <laughs> of right. yes. like you are white. <laughs> totally. Like if you white you're white and white. American Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just like, oh wow. You know, like I don't know. It's just, it's just like take ownership of the dirt under your rug. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have no,
0: is the real question. <laughs> Well, like okay. how do you take ownership of that?
2: I don't know, and that's really the big project we're doing at the Fossil Museum this season.
1: <laughs> is yeah, you're here at the Fossil be... Museum. Right? Yeah, you guys have some great
0: programming <laughs> Yeah, up. thank
2: you so much. <laughs> and that's it's sort of centered around, okay, Ruby is admitting she's neither Jewish nor Catholic to mm-hmm. the public.
0: <laughs> right. What are we going to do? To me, I like if I were to guess, cuz I know you have I know you're half jewish or half jewish heritage in my mind i would be like oh she's half catholic half jewish
2: right because i'm yeah of course because you're like
0: a redhead
2: yeah i'm a redhead i'm from los angeles and you're from los angeles you (laughs) go you must be a jewish catholic person (laughs) yeah like a hundred percent
0: do you think you're there's a rachel dollar situation (laughs) happening Could be huge.
2: That's really interesting because we're going to go back to the um, the topic we decided to discuss. My ex-boyfriend recently mm-hmm. um, accused me of being a Rachel Dolezal.
0: With Judaism?
2: With Judaism. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I, this got really intense because I just said Protestant. The second you... Yeah. Also, for the fellas out there, the second you say Protestant, everybody... Every, sort of the, the dark night of the soul starts happening um
1: well yeah well yeah wait wait <laughs> i sorry sam go ahead go no ahead. i have to say we have actually not introduced our guest yet oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah. oh but it's like everyone knows every, every, yeah everyone do, but knows do they, they? yeah everybody
1: yeah, in the whole like world like read the title of yeah. <laughs> okay everyone's screaming at me um welcome ruby McAllister. jesus wait i love that you are obsessed with introducing people look if we don't introduce our guest, <laughs> yeah. this whole thing falls apart falls apart, apart. It's funny because otherwise you're so open to being experimental, but that is the one thing you really <laughs> cannot let go of. I think, well, I, you know, it's first I came for the plugs and I said nothing. That's you right. know, we, I let people, we, we don't plug anything. We yeah. don't mention anything real. And yet I think there's, if we get rid of everything, right. then it's kind of like, some, yeah. why are people even coming on this podcast? You They're need just something like, to grasp onto. That's 100%, right. hundred
2: percent. hundred percent. Fair.
0: So um, I also wanted yeah, to. Say?
2: I also wanted to say that um, we'll go back to my ex-boyfriend accusing me of Rachel Dolezal. I can't believe like I feel like this is the week of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Like <laughs> we're confessing this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
1: so in many ways, you're on trial. We, yeah. So we are all
0: complicit. Yeah, we're all on trial. When Ghislaine is on trial, <laughs> we're all on trial. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Um, when one woman that <laughs> I don't know. When one woman is on trial, every woman is on trial. yeah. yeah. Okay?
0: Like, the most misguided kind of, like, solidarity narrative. The funniest thing I've ever heard. Okay, wait, what were we talking about? For those tuning in, we just- had technical difficulties and now we're back.
2: Now we're back. Okay. I wanted to talk about otter pops and how they are dead. Oh right.
1: What is that? I don't know what that Oh, well, wait, those are the, the liquid things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was saying the purple Gatorade tasted mm-hmm. like. At oh, the bottom. I see, I see, and
2: I, see. I was crazy about Otter Pops. And then we'll talk about right how my ex boyfriend thinks I'm a Rachel Dolezal. Um yeah. okay. <laughs> huge huge my manager's <laughs> gonna literally call me and go what were you thinking um okay <laughs> exactly what are you thinking with that um okay when i was a kid my parents were in theater which is probably why i seem like a rachel dolezal to people
0: be sure because you're just playing a character whether no no
2: no 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 because theater is yeah. is a, is vaudeville in, uh-huh. in America. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the so culture you're... is not Protestant. The culture is not I see Protestant. what you're saying. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, in that sense.
2: Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. For sure. And for then
2: sure. also, randomly, my parents sent me to Jewish school.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, but to confirm, is there Jewish heritage in your past?
2: A hundred percent no. That's
1: gonna,
2: really? <laughs> that's gonna be absolutely. We're gonna say no, no.
1: Wow, well, okay. I, I surely thought there yeah, was
2: I, I get it.
0: But you, so you went to Jewish school and you grew up in LA in and your a theater. theater. In a theater. Yeah.
2: I don't yeah. know. Forgive me. I mean,
0: that can confuse a, and a person. Also the LA the, it's like it's New the York LA is one thing, thing, but the LA theater scene is fascinating to me.
2: I mean, it's. Two it's two nickels and a dime. I mean right yeah. now right now it's different because of Uber.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um because more people can like go to live events now. But um in LA without like yeah. being afraid of getting pulled over for a DUI. But right. um literally. I mean it was like it's like you can't have a theater culture if everyone's driving. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you need to be able to like Fall down on the street, blackout drunk. Like there, it needs to be that vibe. But anyway, but yeah, the the LA theater scene is crazy, and especially when I was growing up, it was insane um, and sad and really sad. Um, <laughs> really, I'm crying. It was really sad. And um, so, my parents would have these fucking, you know, backyard BBQs of mm-hmm. all these theater people, LA theater people, and I was the only kid there. I was an only child. I'm an only child. So my parents as a treat let me do let me get some Otter pops
1: <laughs> Oh god. They, oh, they god. Gave, that's what this is all leading. Mm-hmm.
2: They gave me the freaking Otter pops. And the otter pop package was all these little otters, different colors. Some had berets. Some Ooh. had freaking berets. Some had shirts. <laughs> so like they were not straight. They were not. Oh, straight.
0: I see. Okay, so the otter. Okay, I was <laughs> like, otters. where is this going?
1: <laughs> yeah, the otters
0: were queer.
2: hundred percent, they're queer. The otters okay. on the otter pops. The otter, in the otter pop kingdom, the otters are not straight. They are yeah, not. Yeah, I can
0: see that. I mean, <laughs> confirmed. To, to me, otter pop. I didn't even know that's what they were called. But like, that is such a kind of strange dessert.
2: You know what? I I just realized this right now, the reason why they're otter pops, it's because they you squeeze them and they go like, they go oh. really fast up and down just like otters do. Yeah. To hunt.
0: Wow. Isn't that shocking? Wow. Push me up like otters do. Yeah, That's push a- me up like <laughs>
2: otters do. <laughs> I, it, Up and down like an otter goes. Yeah. That's like, because in the 50s, we, I mean, this is going to make everyone really sad, but in the 50s, we were actually more connected to nature.
0: Yeah, otters specifically.
2: <laughs> people Look. people want otters and they go, I know exactly how that.
0: No, it an is animal. true. You're right. You know They're what I mean? Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because
2: their it, grandpa still lived in a cabin with the otter. As a
1: pet otter. Yeah. Yes.
2: So Ruby,
1: I have <laughs> like your origin story of being like the only child of theater adults, uh, the only, ad- the only child around ever. Like, per- like it makes so much sense mm-hmm. for who you are yeah, in like doesn't it? a way that <laughs> it's is <totally> so
2: <laughs> insane. I know. And it's then, crazy
1: because most people don't have such a clear origin story, and yours is like, "Oh, I get it." You it's are just like- a
2: one-to-one. Do you know? Yeah. It? It's like a printer. <laughs> it's literally like you printed out something. No, it's it, it's actually disgusting. It's insane. I'm I'm writing a. Oh my god! I'm not gonna say I'm writing. Are a you one
1: plugging one book a book right, right now? Right now. Whoa, no, <laughs> one woman show. I'm
2: writing a one woman show right now.
1: Oh my god!
2: And yeah. it is sort of crazy to, and it's about my addiction to tragedy.
0: It's called Like Otters Do. It's
2: called Like Otters Do. <laughs> my plug. It's called Otter Papa uh, Otter Papa It's Papa, sponsored Papa, by Otter Pops. Is honestly writing that down, we have to get it it's sponsored by Otter Pops. <laughs> um uh, but it but it is like insane. Yeah, no, it's like I'm just reviewing everything and I'm just like, Yeah, this is stupid. It's stupid how it's just like a one to one lithographic <laughs> translation of like you put this in, you literally just get this person.
1: Right. Yeah, Yeah. so
2: like I went to a Jewish school, I learned Hebrew basically at the same time I learned English, which is sort of insane. Mm -hmm. And then, because it's so early in your brain, and so then I dated this person who had a very, you know, Jewish background, but he was the only Jewish person in his like, Christian and Catholic town. So he grew up, and he did not grow up in California. You know what I mean, he grew up on the East Coast. So then recently he broke up with me and we didn't talk for years, and recently we talked, like a year ago we talked, and he was talking about his Judaism and how like all these girls that he's been dating recently think of him less because he's Jewish. And I was like, well, I didn't think of you (laughs) you know, I was sort of like, golly, I didn't think of you less because you're Jewish. You know, whatever. <laughs> and then he goes into like, well, actually,
0: you were yeah, in the yeah. opposite and you were <laughs> <finished laughs> yeah. problematic in a different way.
2: Yeah. yeah. And he was like, if, you know, like if I was in Jewish, of of a different type of cultural background, it would be like really inappropriate what you did. And I was like, sure. oh, okay.
0: It's almost like you and can't like, win sure. as a white,
1: red-headed woman in this You really
2: town. can't. And so I'm just resigned. I go, absolutely, whatever you say. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yep, just like Ghislaine, you are on trial. You are on trial just like Ghislaine.
2: But, like, I, you know, maybe I just have a... It's okay. You
0: know, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You're okay with being on trial.
2: I'm okay with being on trial.
0: It's interesting. Once you accept, you're you're someone who identifies as being on trial. Yes. And you that's you sort live of my, life...
2: yes. That's my identity.
0: Yeah, you live your life on trial, which some
1: people can't handle. I have a suggestion. Should yes. we do our first segment? Yeah, Please. for sure. Um... <laughs> Ruby, this segment is called Straight Shooters, and in it we will ask you a series of rapid-fire questions where you will answer either this thing or this other thing. The only rule is um, no follow-up questions whatsoever, or else we will get furious.
0: I love that you felt empowered to introduce the segment yourself.
1: I've been looking inward. I've been doing the work, and I said, you know what? You are strong, Mm. and if Ghislaine can stand up there every single day... And put air out her dirty ass laundry. Then guess what? I can introduce our first segment that is known as Straight Shooters. Do you know what's interesting though? I'm so used to you asking me to do it,
0: and I never thought I needed that validation. But now that I, now that I didn't get it, now that I didn't, now that you weren't like George, you're so good at it, introduce it. Now I'm like, okay, so am I not good at it? Like, <laughs> do you like? Did something change between us? no george i think you're incredible at it i right. just thought you just i just became you more do, empowered
1: and i thought i was making you do too much you know too yeah. much labor
0: it's not a zero-sum game you can be more empowered and i can stay the same level of good at describing the first segment
1: <laughs> well i'll you can describe you can describe the second segment and that or the final segment yeah, and yeah, that yeah, is yeah. my promise okay Okay, let's begin. Sam, do you want to take it away? So,
2: what do you when mean? You mean there's no, up. there's no follow-up question. What is that? Mean?
0: Ruby, that is a follow-up question. <laughs> you, you literally just have to. Yeah. I just to have to answer. Like one or the other, yeah. And
2: there, like, I have to imagine a big clock ticking.
1: Yes. Okay, yes.
2: Got it. I'm imagining it now. Let's go.
1: Okay, Ruby, mama's boy, daddy's girl, or sister wife. Sister wife. Ruby. <laughs> Spring Awakening or Winter Hibernation?
2: Spring Awakening.
1: Okay, Ruby, going vegan or going on spring break?
2: Going on spring break. (laughs) Ruby. Mm -hmm.
0: Marcona Almonds or Mark Zuckerberg?
2: (laughs) This shouldn't be hard, but Mm. like... I have so much to say about both. Uh I guess Marcona almonds, obviously. What am I? A fucking I might be a Protestant, but you know what I mean? Not um, actually, you know.
1: Okay. Okay. This this one's a real stretch. Drew Barrymore or Lester Holt?
2: That's really, really good. <laughs> um, obviously Drew Barrymore, I'm not I mean, I'm a warm blooded human being. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Sure, sure. Going antiquing or oh god, I'm peeking.
2: <laughs> I relate to both of those. So I mean, the the real thing is is that oh god, I'm peeking results with let's go to antiquing. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, welcome. That's sort of a chicken and the egg thing. So I think it is I a chicken and the egg thing. It is. It is. It is the antique dealer born from peaking? <laughs> you know what sure. I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Obviously, I'm going antiquing.
1: Okay. One ring to rule them all or DJ play my fucking song?
2: DJ play my fucking
1: time. Um, Signing an
0: overall deal or signing off for the weekend. See you guys Monday.
2: Signing an overall deal.
0: Mm -hmm. Huge. She's a (laughs) mogul.
2: She's a (laughs) mogul.
0: wow wow Wow. yeah and you know what despite the sound issues despite the technical snafus i think you absolutely knocked it out of the park
2: thank you thank you thank you so what did i score
0: (laughs) it's gonna be i would say an 850 out of 1000 dubs okay but
1: i will say yeah look you also were disqualified You were disqualified multiple times over. (laughs) And that's just maybe the first time that's ever
0: happened. but Interestingly, (laughs) being disqualified gives you more points in this game. Right. Which uh, in other games, that would be, you know... Because you not following
2: the rules.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I'm never going to follow these rules.
0: It's tough when not following the rules is built in. So then when you don't follow them, it's unclear whether you're winning or losing. Because it's like maybe the most radical thing is to just follow the rules.
2: A hundred. I mean, that's really hard. For, that's really, 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 really. Yeah. Okay. Ruby,
1: are you a rule follower or a rule breaker?
2: Um, I can't read that well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you say you can't read that well?
2: I can't read that well, <laughs> darling. You know I, mean? I actually, that's a very interesting question. I'm, you know, not to be totally forthcoming at I mean, I am, I go, I come in, I go, I'm not Jewish. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I reveal that I'm not Jewish to the world and beyond. Um, okay. I'm premenstrual. And when I'm premenstrual, I'm paranoid. And uh. my paranoid. I'm a parent. I have that problem. Yeah. And um, when I'm paranoid, I'm convinced I'm breaking the law. Oh,
0: <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. Okay. I once
0: know- again, it goes back to you being on trial. <laughs> like this is like it, it just Actually, like
2: this is ma- this is major
0: i do think we're having a breakthrough like i, do I think,
2: think we're having a breakthrough
0: you, the main theme of this is like you basically constantly feel like you're on trial whether it's <laughs> right. from your ex boyfriends <laughs> or culturally or with the law or yeah. you know. yeah.
2: so it's like i'm i'm i feel like there's part of my dna that cannot follow rules
0: yeah that's yeah. the point
2: at which i'm like i'm constantly breaking the law like i like i constantly feel like i'm breaking the law i constantly which is crazy which is i think why i initially feel very comfortable and like obviously i was raised with many gay men mm-hmm. in the theater but i think you know when i like read like jean genet it was like, mm-hmm. I was, like wow this is the first person that understand well and then Obviously, he understands what it's like to be a criminal because he was a criminal. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, uh-huh. also, criminality was just like, I mean, it was I pretty mean,
2: easy to break the law. Though. It
0: was part and parcel of also being gay. Like, it's just like, yeah. regardless of his specific past, like, it was like criminality was tied to discourses around homosexuality.
2: Yeah. Also, like, growing up, everybody thought I was always on drugs. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm really like, taking it down i went from no no no
0: no no. this is perfect this is oh, like okay. good
2: <laughs> so everybody always everyone always assumes that i'm like cr- like more like like dancing on the table naked like everybody assumes that i'm wild and free like mm-hmm. a Lana del rey song but i'm i'm really not you know are, you're
0: yeah you're in fact afraid of the authorities
2: exactly i'm afraid constantly of the and like before, and constantly, and before, and maybe that's also my affinity with Jewish culture.
0: Okay, let's I tone it down. Yeah,
2: yeah tone it tone it, it down. Because I always, yeah, there was like I always have this fear of being drafted as a child.
0: Ruby <laughs> into the army into the, into <laughs> I the IDF.
2: I was terrified of being drafted. Okay that's to the, to the why
0: point, <laughs> is this like i'm sorry is, was this like an iraq war thing like you were afraid there was going to be a draft it, okay. it
2: was an iraq war thing i i was really scared <laughs> that okay. was like, my appearance i was like i guess i'm dying in war i was like yeah i'm to die in the war And then my parents were like, you're a woman, like you're not going to be drafted, even if they called the draft. And I was like, I know they're going to reverse the rules. And then I knew in my bones that the (laughs) war would go on so long that when I was 18, able to be drafted, it was going on. Like I knew, I was like, this is going to be forever. Well, you were (laughs)
0: right about that part.
2: I was right. And then to the point I was like, don't tell me that I'm a girl. I know they're going to change the rules. Like, don't tell me that, mom and dad. And then to the point at which my parents like, were like, okay, well, let's, let's look at your feet. And I was like, my <laughs> feet? And then they were like, well, you have enough <clears throat> feet, so you're not going to be drafted.
0: Oh, and that was oh. the
2: only thing that would calm me down. And How like, old were
0: you at this time?
2: Eight.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, an eight-year-old girl having like a a recurring (laughs) fear that she's going to be drafted into the Iraq war. (laughs) It's kind Um, of like a twist on sort of a haunted child. movie. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially you being like kind of in a state of, you know, a constant sugar high from the otter pops around adults in these backyard barbecues. And then occasionally you would just like, it would hit you and you'd be like, I don't want to go to war. I don't
2: want to go to war. And I like, couldn't go to sleep. And yeah, I mean, like I was like obsessed. Then that was around the same time that that Pod song, "We Are We Are the Youth of the Nation." Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes, of
1: course. You thought that was drafting you? Yeah, like, this honestly, is. Pulling you in. I was like,
2: they made this song, so I would be like ready for battle
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and like oh what's crazy is that i think that song was used for an army recruitment video oh
0: that does not surprise me yeah i, Obviously, I would because that. It's
2: like it's a hundred percent we are the youth of the nation i mean yeah i mean oh, that's god. a song i'm saying that out loud we are the youth of, oh my god but anyway um so yeah i was terrified of going to war and sometimes honestly You still are. (laughs) To the point at which, like, when lockdown happened, don't even get me started about the insane shit I was saying when lockdown happened. Like,
0: would you say you're like conspiratorial?
2: No, because I don't believe that there's like a bigger plan. I just am really afraid of like being a refugee.
0: Youth, okay. (laughs) So (laughs) you. This keeps going. (laughs) It's so (laughs) (laughs) So you, would you say...
2: Being a refugee being a soldier. These are my biggest fears. Can
0: I ask you something? And don't take this the wrong way. Like, do you think there is a certain kind of main character... Syndrome at play here, where somehow out of everyone in the world, you think you're going to be drafted and or a refugee. I mean,
2: I don't think I'm going to be the only one drafted.
0: I see, I see. It's a more of a communal. I think
2: we're all gonna get drafted. Yeah, okay. I don't think I could take it, and no. I think I think George, I think you would be an amazing general. Soldier, you know? yeah, like he I think would, you would. Yeah. Totally do, you know, Sam. I think you totally have the survival skills to deal. I don't think I have the survival skills to deal.
0: But I feel like if you were to get drafted, you would. I, they would find a position for you. Like that you could would be, be in the army band. You would be right. kind of a project manager.
2: Yeah, yeah. totally. I would, I would, yeah, a project manager, a hundred percent, but uh, as, like a consultant, a general consultant. Yeah, a consultant.
1: Yeah, work on the social media side.
2: <laughs> work on the social media side. But, you would do um, the
0: costumes for the ads where they use the POD song <laughs> to recruit yeah, um, and young I'd be, people.
2: Yeah, and I would be like, let's do, let's do a remix of We Are the Nation. I think mean, that's really going to hit with the Gen Zs. Yeah, exactly. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, well. So, yeah, those are my main fears.
0: Okay, okay. So it's interesting (laughs) because it's not, I feel like now it's different than being on trial because, I mean, being on trial is one thing, but being persecuted is another.
2: Yeah, and I think, I mean, but I don't feel like persecuted in the way, it's like, I'm very, I'm afraid of being sort of swept up in like a government, you know, the government, a a calamity. I get swept Hmm. up. I get like sort of like, oh, suddenly I'm in, this situation not necessarily persecuted for who i am but just sort of like by proxy like ah, like
1: you fear you legal
2: anymore?
1: bureaucracy
2: yeah you like, fear well, totally i'm uh-huh. that's exactly what it is across the board that's what the fear is fear of bureaucracy
0: Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. I, I understand that that's a very that, like that makes sense to me like kafka-esque yeah it's and like just- it's literally it's like being afraid that like you essentially in the grand scheme of things don't matter. So like if one thing goes wrong, you could end up.
2: Yeah. It's like, if the computer puts out the wrong number and like, the the reality of that happening all the time. I mean, that happens literally. I think I bring it upon myself a little bit, but like, (laughs) I've been that person that's like, the government called me and you owe a $3 million, you know, like I'm that person that has the wrong, Mm -hmm. that gets the wrong paper.
0: Yeah. Have you had your identity stolen?
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes. What are you talking? Yeah, of course. I fall for, I mean like it, I've had my identity stolen. I've had, you know, the government claiming that I need to, <laughs> like give them my house like i don't yeah. it's like it's i'm and then i'm on the phone and like that's me. i to guard. That's not
0: I once me. i once fully gave my social security number to someone who called me
2: me too I and know. i like
0: don't know what came of that
2: oh. i did that recently like a year ago <laughs> I, i'm trying you know i'm like tr- trying to grow up and trying to like answer the calls mm-hmm. from like you know spectrum and you know whatever you know like whatever i'm trying to just be like paying my bills on time whatever so i fucking picked up the phone and then they were like ruby mccoster what's your social security number <laughs> and i'm like absolutely
3: yeah and wow I'm like,
2: with pleasure sir and it's like wait what are you because it's the fear of bureaucracy like yes. that goes back to like i just want to get the numbers hidden you know like that but that's really i mean we wanted to talk about boyfriends but i think bureaucracy
1: bureaucracy is, is a good topic
2: is the straightest thing
1: i actually agree sam ever, what do you think i like it okay. i'm in
2: i mean i think it is the i think it is the straightest thing ever created in the entire history of the world
1: well yeah i mean because
0: it's like simultaneously <laughs> I mean, rules i mean but also incompetence so it's, it's like that, the two pillars that. of straight culture
2: rules and incompetence and just the, the, and an emotionalist, unwaving. Yes. Wasteland of tumbleweeds and salt. Yeah. It's like just the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst.
1: I get like very, very angry at like laws sometimes. Like I get so mad when like something doesn't make sense because it's just like this can easily make sense. I, yeah. And but it's like the whole system in order to change it, and it's like why do we have it this that way? Law
2: really takes you off.
1: It re- it makes me so mad. And like when people really respect the law, I'm like, grow up. Like, right. well, also historically, the law is like literally the reason it's always changing is because it
0: is always flawed. Like yeah. that's by definition what it is.
2: Well, going back to boyfriends recently, my friend has had a boyfriend issue.
1: Say it. Say that.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. and We're just going to end there. And no, um, and I was like, well, you know, your boyfriend's incredibly self-righteous and wants to be a good person. And that's always a red flag. <laughs> like, Never someone uh-huh. that wants to be like, I'm good. I'm, you know, like, I'm following, you know, that's always a red flag. And I have to tell you, between the T, tea, the T.com, it's a sign of alcoholism.
1: Wait. Really? Please, to be a, please connect those please. thoughts.
0: <laughs> please expand. Just to, for everyone, <laughs> Just to, for everyone to listening at home, up. like. Our original topic was going to be boyfriends, <laughs> then we switched to bureaucracy. It, it, we're now, I would say, like, I don't want to get caught up in the bureaucracy of choosing a topic. So I'm just going to right. have this you're conversation. Bureaucracy,
2: but what I'm saying is, like, never date a guy that wants to follow the rules to a T. But never date a guy that wants to break... You don't date somebody that's hell-bent on breaking the rules or... or following, right. People. Okay. Never date those people.
0: Ever. I see. No, you're, I think you're absolutely right, because it's like... On the one hand, you don't want to date someone who, you know, (laughs) would like follow the rules enough to do, you know, it's like, well, I have no personality on my own. I'll just do what I'm told. And then on the other hand, there's nothing worse than someone who just like likes being a rule breaker
1: for no reason. Well, in many ways, that's like current day being Republican. (laughs) I would say, yeah, it's just like, well, you can't tell me anything. I Mm -hmm. won't do it.
2: Well, I dated, like, a French person who was addicted to breaking rules, and then I dated an American person who was convinced he was changing the world.
0: Well, and there you have it on both of them. You know, of, and there we yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's funny with French people where it's like they're breaking the rules, but... <sighs> French people will never, are never actually going to break the rules. Like, no. it's like, he's breaking the rules by what? Like writing a play? Like it, yeah. and then I mean, the American person crazy. similarly is changing the world by what? Founding a startup. Like neither right. of them are <laughs> yeah, going to have yeah. any lasting impact on the world and they're both going to die, right. you know, but it's without just like anyone knowing. An
2: it's like inflate bureaucracy in, in those two pillars and those two binaries. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's great expectation on on yourself it's like it's it's the it's the hubris of having a great expectation it's like you're kidding yourself you're yeah. you're fucking kidding yourself because at the end of the day the irs can just go boop beep you owe a million dollars it's like you don't <laughs> it's like you know what i mean it's like i mean yeah. in that way the bureaucracy is the great equalizer it's like you can do whatever you want because at the end of the day At the end of the day, your paper might be burnt in a fire. You know what I mean? And then you're, you know, it's like, we don't bureaucracy. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's it's just like, try to be good. Try to follow the rules. I I do want to
1: go back to one claim. I dare you. (laughs) Um, The the righteousness linked to alcoholism. Oh yeah. I want to know more about that.
2: I just think alcoholism, this is like really, oh my God. My, my, <laughs> okay. I think alcoholism spikes your blood sugar. That's indisputable, right? right and it huh? throws you into a binary, literally a binary of high and low and high and low and right. high and low. And I think weirdly, and I've dated a few in my time, you know, whatever, that. <laughs> Out, people that need alcohol to mm-hmm. live are literally operating on a shocking binary of high and low, like a blood sugar binary. Of and,
0: and then that
2: and, de- and then depressed.
0: And then I that think, um, kind of that instills their morality in some way. Yeah, so then. OK, do, so they're operating in black and white in many different areas of their life, including <laughs> their personal ethics. Yes. OK. Uh,
2: And I think a lot of alcoholics, weirdly, are either like, I'm born to the what, or they're like, I'm actually really good, and I'm a great son. Right. (laughs) And you're like, okay, that's weird.
0: That's interesting. I guess in film and TV, that is true, that the two depictions of alcoholics are like either really well-meaning people who, you know, want so badly to be good, or like, or someone, you know, who's like coded as evil
2: yeah and throwing it all away which is just also like a a repressed desire to be good like it's just it's all about good it's all like alcoholism is just like I just want to be good I just want to be good okay hate to break it to you wow
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say I've learned so much about like (laughs) different (laughs) visions of society (laughs)
1: I I've I really learned a lot. I think I feel like whenever I talk to you Ruby, I'm um in shock. I'm in awe. I to see the world through your eyes is really something special.
2: It's, it's intense, I'm going to say. But you know what? I'm not still, that's the whole thing about boyfriends that I think is very straight. Right. Is that I'm always I actually had a fight with my boyfriend last night where I saw him in my apartment and I asked where my roommate was. And he goes, Oh, I guess you care more about your roommate than you know, like he was being like funny, I guess. And I was mm-hmm. just like, That's oh, how funny that's annoying. And I'm always painted as the bad, the the bad girl mm-hmm. in a relationship.
0: Yeah. Do you tend to date good guys, like nice guys?
2: No. Okay. No. I date total freaks. And that's why I'm just like, why are you painting me as a
0: as right well misogyny
2: 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah 100 percent. but then the last yeah and like boyfriends are really the ultimate test of bureaucracy and
0: say that link yeah. link those together <laughs> okay so so wait ruby okay, link sorry. boyfriends and bureaucracy
2: Boyfriend and bureaucracy <laughs> is like this boyfriends ha- are random right. <laughs> and not only are they addicted to good and bad they're also randomly like actually you broke the law I hate to, like, boy, you never, you, everyone's looking for a Bonnie, not a Clyde. Right. Clyde would never not be like, she did it. Like, every boyfriend <laughs> would be like, she did it. She actually, actually, she committed the crime. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no boyfriend would stick their neck out for their fucking girl. Who did, who in history has ever done that?
0: So, so it's interesting. <laughs> This is like bringing it back to everything. It's bringing back to being on trial. It's bringing it back to bureaucracy. It's bringing it back to persecution complex. And it's bringing it back to boyfriends. So what I'm getting is that like, basically the people who run society and bureaucracy are all a bunch of boyfriends. And they are on a mass scale treating the citizens of the world as their girlfriends.
2: Yeah. And being like, actually you're bad. And actually like, I love you so much. Like let's have a beautiful afternoon. And then randomly it's like, actually, I just, I just got a phone call. And it it just was revealed that you are illegal.
0: Mm, So in (laughs) the, so, 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 so so Uh in the broadest possible sense, what you're saying (laughs) is that, um, Donald Trump is gaslighting America.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. But you know, arguably, like we all I'm saying is the IRS has the same book that Donald Trump has. Mm-hmm. They all have the same alcoholic boyfriend
0: bureau. Wait, I thought they are the alcoholic boyfriend.
2: Yeah, they're all the they're yeah, yeah, yeah. all the alcoholic boyfriends. Okay. That's what I think. Because Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure? can you can you debate me?
0: <laughs> no, I think this is literally it's like um, the most perfect encapsulation of the personal as political I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> because it's like how I mean, you guys are—I hate to say it—I'm—I I'm, am I outing you guys as gay?
1: I mean, gay and <laughs> yeah. boyfriend have it. Gay and we, boyfriends. We both
2: have boyfriends. We both have I'm boyfriends. Gay boyfriends are a little different. Of maybe. course,
0: we can't get into that.
2: <laughs> so I'm not, so I can't be like, yeah, boyfriends are random, right? right. Because I was talking about obviously cis hetero boyfriends mm-hmm. are obviously ran- We know from media. Sure. <laughs> media, um, that, you know, they're just moody. Mm-hmm. Cis hetero boyfriends are moody. They're so random. They're so, <laughs> they they are so random. They go, also... They go like this. Says her boyfriend, "Do this." They go to a beautiful, vivacious woman like myself, and they go, "You're actually messy." And I go, "Okay, sure." I start cleaning up. Then it says her boyfriend doesn't clean up. How bureaucratic is that? That is literally like taxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what taxes are. That's how random taxes are. Yeah. The IRS goes, "You're actually a fucking mess." Right. <laughs> to go, you're a mess, bitch. You owe us thirty thousand dollars. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to get you that money. I'll be right back. And then they and then they're like, then they then they go to sleep. What does the IRS do for you? Nothing.
1: Nothing.
0: Yeah, it's one dimension. It's one directional. Like they're they're not. Yeah, because then what are you getting from paying taxes? I mean, clearly not health care.
2: Yeah, I, actually, what I'm not to loop it back in a brilliant way. I'm just getting. Uh, oh, am, is my is my tax dollars going inevitably to my inevitable drafting?
0: Yes. Well, and to more bureaucracy. I mean, you're paying for your own. You're paying so for I'm your, paying your for own. The war
2: that I'm that I am terrified to fight in.
0: Right, and okay. and are morally against. I assume. Morally <laughs>
2: against, obviously, goes without saying. For the viewers at home, I am wearing a shirt that says rock and roll. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm against the war. Um, you know and it's like oh is my tax dollars going to my inevitable nightmare nightmare
1: right yeah
2: boyfriends wow boyfriends.
1: i'm just my <laughs> brain has been like turned to absolute much i like, know it, it is yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm at a ted talk uh, more than i feel like i'm like maybe allowed to be like uh, like I'm like at a director Q&A where I can be like, so what made you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but like to engage in it, I'm like, I can't even begin to try to like, sort of have an opinion about this. mean,
3: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. it's interesting because on the one hand, it's so what you're saying is so complex. On the other hand, maybe it boils down to like, you're describing like a form of patriarchy, like boyfriends are in charge and they are all gaslighting. And then okay. all all people who are not in the ruling class are female-coded.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and they're fertile. And
0: they're fertile. And that scares uh, the ruling class. Because <laughs> all they, they want to do is juggle their that's, balls. And that's why they make Mountain Dew. Yes. And
2: that's why they're trying to not to take it down really, really, really sad. But making it really sad now. But that's why, you know, it comes back to that insane conversation about pro-choice, pro-life. Because it's about the fertile versus the... It's, yes, yes, it's yes. About,
0: and it's about creating it. bureaucracies to... to um Creating bureaucracy to <laughs> police fertility.
2: Exactly. And that's what we're talking about. And that's the exact... That's what bureaucracy does. That's what boyfriends do. <sighs> <laughs> wow.
0: And
2: that's wow. Why and, and not to <laughs> be insane, but also I will out myself... Yeah, that's right. I've had an abortion, so I can say this stuff, mm-hmm. okay? That, you know, the guys that want to juggle their balls around, which is real, that's a real instinct. You tapped so deep on that. That's right. You went lights, camera, action. They want to juggle their balls, and I go, i dead. <laughs> that's 100% <laughs> the desire. And that's why they want to police, that's why they want no abo- because abortions are the closest things. Mm hmm. To juggling your balls. To oh my God. It, taking your fertility sacks and going, I'm in charge now.
0: So so they're jealous that women can juggle their balls.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> this, it's, George. This. I mean, it's largely you that. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: yeah.
2: I did this and I'm insane because I really feel like I can finally have a night's rest (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. the first night i'll probably be able to sleep but that's the thing abortion is the jealousy of the uh, women to juggle their balls
0: yeah well it is jealousy of of kind of being like well what what can i do all i can do is as a man you know it's like all i can do is like come
2: that's all you can do and then create if if the woman is lying if it's
0: your
2: child or that whole thing the discretion of is that child mind? You know, that mm-hmm, whole, mm-hmm. that's the, you know, obviously the crux of all misogyny ever, but, um, yeah, but ultimately it's just about like, yeah, women get to juggle their balls.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean, call Harvard.
0: Call truly. Harvard. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? They'd be afraid to fund research like this. <laughs>
1: Well, because they are the boyfriends. That's right. Yeah, Harvard, oh, my God.
2: Twisted, they are the boyfriends. That's true. Don't get it twisted. They are the boyfriends.
0: Harvard is the most boyfriend institution possible.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I, can't, I have a cousin that went to Harvard and that's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> and, and and no further questions, Your Honor.
2: <laughs> and no further questions, Your Honor. Also, similarly to this conversation, I have a friend that's at the Glen Maxwell trial.
0: What? Trial. Why? I know two people who are covering it. Yeah. How? Because
2: they're, you know, cool cool journalists, investigative, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Glamour girls. They, well, you know, no, about past past guest Nomi Fry is covering the Glen trial. She's there or she was there, and I, I think she really? might be there every day. Yeah. Okay, is it know. ticketed or do you just like? It's like if like you're in the by? it's like how well I don't know I don't know exactly but it's like there's like a press line of people like in the press that that go to like cover it for. And for
2: then they videos. sit in the they yeah. sit in the galleries. Yeah. But um, you know, like they like are taking out her vibrators and stuff and being like, "Your Honor, is that insane?" I mean. she does
0: complicate this she complicates the narrative a little bit because
2: she is the bureaucracy she's a
0: bureaucratic boyfriend like and not just that but like i mean she herself is evil of course but she also is like the bureaucratic arm of the epstein operation like he almost outsourced the like organizational element to her yeah yeah which on the one hand yeah it's it's difficult she's She's obviously a complicated figure (laughs)
2: Working for the boyfriend, obviously. She's working. working
0: for the boyfriend, but and also an extension of the boyfriend.
2: And then she's in the boyfriend's. She, it's just a Her whole life has been in the boyfriend's house. It's insane if you think about it. Like she's in prison, obviously a boyfriend.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: She's <laughs> she was like, what's helping Jeffrey? i the biggest boyfriend of them all, and <laughs> she's at trial. The boyfriend's hockey game.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> like it's just crazy i mean she that's it's intense how <laughs> from that story is It's really intense that boyfriend that mother check boyfriend story is
1: but i think you point something out that when you are with the boyfriend for so much mm-hmm. time you kind of become the boyfriend
2: you become the boyfriend and like don't get it twisted if you're working for the boyfriends it all ends in you in court then <laughs> opening a chest and Looking at your vibrator. That's and right. that So don't get it twisted.
1: So don't get it There's twisted.
2: There's no escape route. Do you know what I mean? It all ends with that. Is is, <laughs> is, is this yours? <laughs> is <it not? laughs>
1: oh my God. Well, I, I think we've like truly covered it. I think I think, I think we're ready for a yeah. final segment, if you ask oh, me.
2: final segment. Yeah. Okay, so excited.
1: Um George, will you explain the final segment? I would love school? to. I would absolutely
0: love to. It would be my greatest honor. I actually just reached a different register in my voice where I feel like it's it's almost like raspy. Yeah. yeah. it's, it's deeper <laughs> and, I, and I'm now trying to get rid of it, but I can't. <laughs> um, our final segment, Ruby, is called Shoutouts. And in this segment, we kind of give an homage to a classic uh art form of straight culture which is the radio shout out think trl in the early 2000s think you're calling z100 and shouting out your homies back home we are giving a shout out to something that we like something that's making us happy something that we
1: want to draw attention to sam do you have something i do have something and it's a little bit basic but i think that's the power of it okay okay What's up everybody out there? All my little listeners, I would like to give a huge basic and predictable shout out to the HBO series succession. I know you're thinking, yeah, bitch, I know I watch it. Everyone's always (laughs) tweeting about it. I'm actually tired of hearing about it. And I want to say they're tweeting about it because it's good. And this backlash of people being like, oh, I don't want to hear you talk about succession. It's like, well maybe grow up because it's a good show and that's why people are talking about it. Like perhaps maybe you as like the counterculture are not like, like the arbiter of taste. Maybe you're just like, haven't seen the show yet. And when you watch it, You'll actually quite enjoy it. Succession is a good show. One, this season I am loving. I caught up recently. And yes, maybe it's a toxic fan base. Yes, when things trend so big, it gets annoying. I'm a little annoyed. But Mm -hmm. then when I watch the show, I sit with it and I say, well, damn, it's fucking good. And credit where credit is due. And I feel bad for Nicholas Braun. I feel like he's being stalked in this city. That is my shout out. Thank you. And good night to all children. Wow. That was,
2: that was great.
1: Yeah. How does that make you guys feel?
2: I just have so yeah, obviously I have so much to say, but <laughs> I I agree and I love succession. I read the first few episodes, I was like, mm, I'm not sure where mm-hmm. you know, first episode of this new season. I was like, I'm not sure if this is gonna be a I think this guy. season
0: has had a slow start, still. I have to say. I'm still yeah. I'm I'm like all in and I'm ready to see where they take the it the and last I trust them.
2: Episode, yeah, the, the, the birthday
1: episode was the so episode moving. is when
2: I got back in. And yes. Anytime Jeremy Strong is sad on mm-hmm. that, like he is embodying the I mean, talk about I mean, whatever. I mean, he is uh, God, Jeremy Strong, marry me. But um, <laughs> actually no, honestly, it's very bad. no, 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 no. Um, I, but, I, but um you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. But I love I love your work and um <laughs> He does that like he's really taking on the entire the entire feel history of the masculine world. It's mm-hmm. so intense. Like when he gets sad, like when and you see the whole the holes, like you can yeah. see the 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 concave. Oh, God. Ugh, when he, that last scene, when he's in the sleeping bag from his childhood, it's like, oh, God, it just is so good. Oh, yeah. so, so good.
0: Yeah. George, right. Yeah, I'll go. Um, what's up, freaks and losers out there? I want to give a quick shout out to blankets. That's right. I love blankets. It's winter and I want to be cozy. The other day, I realized blankets are such a unique uh, article of fabric in the world, because they are not clothes, but they're also not really bedding. They're kind of halfway in between. You can have them. They're the only thing you can have like (laughs) any room of your house. And then whenever you want, you can just have a shawl that's made out of gorgeous wool fabric. And, I'll say, and, and, and I'm just—they're one of those things. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just—I really recently realized how impactful blankets have been to um, to to the practice of surviving winter. And I'm gonna go online and I'm gonna purchase so many blankets and I'm gonna put them all in a bo- in a in a in a little chest. Chest. And then when people come over to my uh, apartment, they can each choose their own blankets in the way that like you would choose your own like mug if i was having you over for coffee and it can be an extension of your personality and everyone can know oh that's my blanket and and then they can put them back and then we can go you know, the whole it's a it's a form of community building and <laughs> i love to be engulfed in a blanket
2: yeah. woo i love that i Incredible. love to use your own blanket and the i mean the, i'm done. Da- i'm dead. i love well, that's that that's a great
1: party theme mm-hmm. um ruby whenever you are ready feel free to shout out
2: Mm. I have so many, but I'm going to do this one. It's going to piggyback off of your exam, uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Hey, what's up? It's uh, so great to be here. Yeah, woo! I'm on TRL. <laughs> woo! Um, I just want to shout out real quick to Kieran Colkin's bracelets. He always has bracelets on and dresses like Roman Roy, but has a, has a lot of bracelets and he has a lot of rings and he has nail polish on and that is crazy and mm. I love it you are expressing yourself Kieran you are expressing yourself you choose the tightest little button-up shirt ever mm. to imagine yeah. you're, you're busting out of these button button but you roll up your sleeves just like Roman Roy. And then you go, I have 500 leather bracelets. (laughs) Dare, dare, dare you. How dare you? That's what you say. And you heard it so authentically, New York City, and you are a part of the Culkin family, which is the other American dynasty uh besides the Barrymores. So I love you.
1: Okay. Um that was incredible. Wow. That
0: and really... you're so right about the about busting. It, it is that they're he's wearing child's extra, extra small
1: shirts. Yes. These tight little button-downs. Oh, he got a, they're painted on. They're painted on
2: him, mm. and he is wearing I mean
0: and the, the bracelets well, thing is you don't know what I'm talking about I do know exactly oh no no we've I immediately know exactly what you're talking when, about and I like so if, if appreciate you bringing that up that detail I have
2: no idea what
0: here's the- what's truly crazy is that I, I see interviews with him where it's clear that he's still wearing the outfit for like they're they're filming the interviews like on set and like he's still wearing the outfit from the last scene so then that makes you think wait a minute he went put on the bracelets and then did the interview he didn't even have time to change his clothes, but he needed the bracelets to feel like himself.
2: The weird thing is I have seen him in the wild mm-hmm. and he does just wear the same clothes he wears on succession. Like,
0: oh, interesting.
2: So I wonder if he's just like, yeah, this is what I arrived in. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I like I really Think he might if, You might seem like oh they're between a take And he goes back to his trailer and puts on the bracelets But I which maybe he does Because it seems OCD that That many bracelets like he has so many Layers of bracelets <laughs> mm-hmm. like it definitely seems Like imbued in a magical energy That we cannot <laughs> understand you know yeah. um, But he is looking like Roman Roy with bracelets on I mean he's yeah. It's amazing. I mean, like, it's honest. It's, it's,
0: and that is what style is. 100%. It is humiliating how attracted to him I am. Really? really? Yeah. Interesting.
3: Huh.
0: And I, I know this is like the most like overdone topic, but like, truly, every, I'm actually attracted
1: to every man on Succession. I want to have sex with Tom way. Fans. What? I want to have sex with Tom Watson. Oh, 100%. Fans. So bad um you i'm
0: attracted like- to, to kendall i'm attracted to roman
2: obviously i'm attracted Tom. to Green fox obviously Hot i
1: know he's. um wait we can't we have okay, like we, we have, have to go. end this episode sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. if you are in the castle succession uh come over we'd love to have you on really
2: <laughs> do a succession episode of stradio Lab we
0: should honestly that's a great idea yeah yeah we should maybe well maybe we'll do that for the finale and guess what if you're a boyfriend out there
1: stop Stop. (laughs) whatever you're doing take stock check in and reflect yeah and maybe Um, try anything else
2: absolutely anything
1: else ruby thank you so much for doing the podcast this was a whirlwind a delight um i'm changed forever we'll be thinking about it for (laughs) years decades
2: honestly i'm changed forever like just being in the lab with you guys that <laughs> came out like i was in the lab and that's what happened otherwise this yeah. would have been for me either
0: you never know what's going to come up in the lab it's like being yeah. in the therapist <laughs> like, chair <laughs>
2: truly like i i immediately was honest i immediately we need i we all knew we needed to get to the bottom of something i
0: know i know and and to the bottom we did and in fact went right (laughs) down to the basement i would say
2: down to the basement to the point at which we go what's left i guess we can talk about succession (laughs) 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 that's what that's what happened yeah
1: wow all right beautiful okay well bye. bye bye